Colin. How you doing? Laura, how are you now? I mean, I was asking you, should I answer it? Well, I I mean, (laughs) I was leaning into a beef that I feel like we're going to have on this podcast, but I'm doing well. I'm very drowsy. I'm very. (laughs) I'm a. I got out of uh, work today. I watched all the impeachment hearings this week to some extent and today i watched everything so and that lasted until after i got home and after my cats were like dude we don't have any motherfucking food (laughs) and after i went and got them food and they attacked me at the door when they heard the crinkles of large cat food bag uh and then took a nap and here i am hello hi that sounds intense (laughs) yeah emotionally intense physically i didn't do a whole lot How, how what have you been doing what's up how you doing uh, I'm good. I feel like every time there's like this wonderful thing that the universe does where every time we want to try to record, mm-hmm. it is when I am the most stressed at work. <laughs> we we definitely had that conversation before. <laughs> yeah. But it's so consistent that I worry that people who listen to this podcast might think I am constantly stressed. And I'm not. My natural state of being is couch person. Yes. Yes, more so, given how, like, active and diligent a person you are about your responsibilities, couch person is, like, the predominant descriptor. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, I am, like, sometimes I will just look at Charles and say, I am gray lady, because I look down and I realize that I am wearing a gray sweatshirt with gray sweatpants and gray slippers under a gray blanket, and I'm like... This makes sense. So when I ask, how are you doing? You should just say, look at me. <laughs> I am so gray. <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah, go ahead. But yeah, so unfortunately, I feel like every time we record, it's like when things are popping off the most. And this week yeah. has been pretty stressful at work. Um, yeah. Just one of those things where like there's just too much to do and not enough time. And that would just be if there if we were in a vacuum. Like, and it doesn't relate to new things coming in or like the actual store being open. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's, uh, yeah, yeah. Has there been like, how have things been since the new products? I know the Apple TV incentives are there. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, how has that been changing? Uh, so that stuff hasn't been too bad. We, we've been busy. Like, I would say maybe the past couple of days, not quite as much. Um, but we've been definitely seeing an uptick. Holiday started. We're in red. I'm actually wearing my shirt right now. Ooh. I haven't even changed, mm-hmm. which is unusual because I usually take my shirt off before i leave work so that i can be uh-huh. like, and i'm done <laughs> my Contest. apple shirt my apple yes. shirt come on i'm so fucking done with come work today. Uh- <laughs> i'm so done with work i'm gonna get fired <laughs> <laughs> listen as long as you punch out first i think the worst that happens is you can get escorted out of the mall is that a thing i don't know That's a i great could question. be wrong also like have you seen teen fashion these days yeah that's extremely true also <laughs> Being without a shirt is a totally legal thing to do. It's right. just mall policy. Yeah. So yeah. whatever. Whatever. Um, yeah. I, I wish I could say my work has been equally stressful, but it's it's I, mean, I don't I know. Glad I, if it wasn't. I it, I I just I wish I could Okay. So you say that you are not a stressful person and right now I I, I believe you that you are not stressed out as a state of being. Six months ago, I probably would not have agreed with that That's statement. Fair. Uh, I was you, getting married six months ago, so I was exactly. allowed to be stressed. Yeah, you you had this whirlwind of stuff going on for so long that it was totally understandable and justifiable that you uh 
felt. I don't know. I want to think of something funny to say, but all the metaphors that are coming to mind involve like ripping animals apart, and that's not the tone oh, I wow. want to place here. So <laughs> my brain isn't really firing on the joke cylinders it right, usually right, right, fires right, 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 right. upon. So the nap definitely did me in a bit. I don't, which part of the recording did I say that in? I took a nap today. I think it was in the part listeners have already heard. Um, yep. but I said. But I will attest to the listeners that you definitely have chilled out a lot in the last few months like that once the yeah. wedding ended you have been way more like i'm gonna play my games i'm gonna oh there's rebecca behind me hi rebecca yeah. how you doing Good, how are you? i was okay. telling no. you that i liked her hair but i was doing it like this oh she, she likes so, your yeah. hair thank you yeah thank you. now go away you're in the credits you're not oh, in this geez. part go away um so um what was I going to say? Yeah, no, and it's it's been very nice to obviously we we hung out last month, which was great. It's been like about like it's like a month today or this week since we mm-hmm. saw each other. It was really cool and we've been playing our pit game pigeon games a lot. Yeah. And it's been really nice. So the reason I believe you so hard that you're not stressed out is that you coming on and saying work has been a nightmare. I feel like that's the first time I've heard that in a while. And I'm so happy for you that Thanks. it is that it is like sort of the spread is a little more tolerable. Yeah, it's been good. Like I haven't been staying late too, too much, which is good. But we had a bit of an incident. Um, <laughs> is this the one that you told me about? It, I think so. Hold on. Pause here. Okay. I don't know how much of this I necessarily want to go into detail on, but uh-huh. we had a literal shitstorm. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what. I, yeah. That's the incident. What I, We're gonna just call it the incident. The incident. Uh, so we had an incident at work, which caused <laughs> absolute mass chaos for a long time, <laughs> um, including us having to be closed for essentially two full business days, and a lot of it impacted my area of responsibility. And it has taken, literally physically impacted, like physically, <laughs> physically, <laughs> um, and it's been causing like a ton of extra work on top of just going into holiday season and being busy already. Mm-hmm. And it's just been like one of those things that everything I try to do is like a little harder than it should be already. And then we've been dealing with all the extra layers of like dealing with this this incident and like the repercussions of that and trying to get back to 100% after that and like I sat down in the manager's office today with one of my managers and I was like my priority list right now is like there are 25 things on priority level like red alert 100 and then there are like 25 to 50 things that are on like I just don't give a shit about you right now but like (laughs) are really important to someone and that's not how you make a priority list, right? Like something has to be in the middle. And like right now, it just feels like it is either Your on fire col- or like I'm going to deal with it in two months. <laughs> two columns. One is survival. The other is fuck you. And that's right. it. Exactly. Yes. That is exactly how it would be like. And like that is not good. And neither of the lists are shrinking. <laughs> Both just growing. Do you feel comfortable saying what? what happened exactly because i we didn't talk a lot about it and i'm like hungry for details yeah i don't really just because it is an issue that is going to have some sort of like lawyers involved and i don't necessarily (laughs) want to be that person that like puts it on blast you know that's a (laughs) on blast yeah (laughs) um that's (laughs) that's totally fair uh once there is a legal resolution let's get that that expose but i'm very sorry it had that impact on your I say yeah it again that impact <laughs> on your <laughs> it's, it's more or less impacted your job hey uh, uh, all right, it jo- sure jokes, has 
joke cylinders starting to fire back up. Good. Um, but yeah, so work work has been really busy. I also feel bad because work has been busy for Charles, and he's been coming home a little bit more mm-hmm. stressed out recently. And then yesterday was his day off, and today is his long day. Mm-hmm. And he had to go to a meeting that was like 45 minutes away at 6 p.m. yesterday, and it like ruined his entire day and that sucks yeah that really sucks that is a that is a bad way to end to to spend your time off yeah it Um, was bad and so he like can't i don't even remember he like came in he was like i'm sorry to like bring my stress home with me and i was like listen like i do the same thing to you sometimes it's all about figuring out how to like mitigate the stress when you get home no that's why you started the podcast so that you can bring the stress to me and have a happy marriage and totally (laughs) destroy our relationship that is precisely why i do this yes (laughs) no the um no that does stink because i know that things have been going generally pretty well for him as well and it's been it's been nice to see you having visited you guys in your home you have a nice little Nice little happy, happy Thanks. sort of bubble. And I I, yeah. I have a vested interest as your friend to see that bubble maintained. Yeah. Well, the good uh, thing is that we are pretty good at, like, once we're in the bubble, mm-hmm. nothing else matters. Yeah. So, like, once we get home, like, we'll, we'll be okay. What have you guys been doing, like, for chill time lately? Uh, Charles is playing the shit out of Pokemon right now. So that's been oh, most of it. That is totally off my – hold on. What the f- – Hold on a sec. Uh, Rebecca has walked into the room holding a cat, dangling. The cat that doesn't like to be picked up. Uh, the cat's claws are extended and hooked on the nail, like the, the, the claw, is a throw pillow that will not fall off. So it's oh, a no. cat dangling a flowery throw pillow in tow. And it was a very strange image. Oh, we apologize for this interruption. Pokemon, <laughs> not on my radar. Uh, but apparently ah. my girlfriend is pretty good at catching small animals. So. <laughs> Wow, that was a great transition. I'm so proud Thank of you. you. <laughs> um, yeah, Pokemon Sword and Shield came out. Uh, excuse me, recently. That's staying in. Uh, perfect. And he's been all about it, and he's been really, he's been like so excited about it that I've been letting him play on the big screen. Like, even though that means <laughs> that I literally just sit and dick around on my phone, and then sometimes I'll be like, "But babe, what Pokemon can I find on Route 10?" And then I spend some time like googling what Pokemon he can find in Route 10. <laughs> Um, I, I did that once recently. There was a new there was a new mission in Destiny. I didn't know how new it was or when it came out. And like as I'm playing, Rebecca is googling this and trying to yeah, research yeah. Destiny information. And I'm like, is this strike part of the the Shadowkeep DLC? And she's like, what's a strike? And it was just really hard <laughs> to keep that going. At least you have an understanding of Pokemon, I presume. Well, mostly from him, but also it's pretty yeah. easy for me to Google Pokemon Sword Route 10, and then there's so many resources that's, for that. So. That's true. That is a lot easier than the festering core. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't know yeah, if I'd want to Google that. <laughs> nope. Sounds sounds bad. Uh, sounds uh, like the images tab is something to steer clear from. Yeah. Sword and Shield have gotten like a bit of like controversy from the angry fans like every fan base has the angry fans mm-hmm. so i'm just gonna refer to the people who love pokemon but love to make pokemon people feel bad the angry fans sure because there aren't all like this doesn't have all the pokemon and all the pokedex i just want to ask because mm-hmm. i think you and i have the same feeling toward pokemon where it's like it's a game and yep. that's kind of it <laughs> i might have a little more resentment because of my last name but um true you have you heard anything from Charles complaining about the game? The only thing that he talked about being slightly annoying was the fact that you couldn't catch 
Pokemon at all levels. Like you had to have Pokemon that were a certain level to catch Pokemon of a certain level. Mm, I didn't hear about that. Yeah. Yeah. When you were like right on the cusp, if you were like level 13 and you were trying to catch a level 14 Pokemon, it didn't say like, oh, it's too strong for you. You just wasted balls until you realized that it was higher level than you. So like that. Oh, that's kind of, I I imagine they could patch that. That's just an interface thing. They tell you, hey, don't fuck, don't fucking do that. That's right a, or like because there are ones that you walk up to and they go like oh this pokemon is like a super strong person and then you like know not to go out oh, like up to it but for the ones that are right around your level it's it was a little mm. annoying because he spent a really long time trying to catch it and then he was like it's literally one level higher than me and i can't do it <laughs> so that was kind of lame i'm never a fan of that kind of level gating like yeah i think people pe- people will argue that like you know, skyrim had a big impact on uh, like open world gaming and role playing gaming, uh, and people criticized it because it sort of stripped away some of the more nitty gritty role playing elements mm. of the franchise. But what it did in terms of making it so you can kind of go anywhere at any time, and it's very clear yeah. when you're under leveled for a place, and it's not it yeah. kinda, <laughs> the 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 game wasn't prohibited by saying like oh you haven't hit this number so you don't get to have as much fun now right it's it's uh and like previous elder scrolls games had that but the curve was so much different and uh breath of the wild i think okay. has introduced a lot of people to the concept that you have a yeah. game where you can go anywhere and do anything and it's kind of yes you need to like get better gear yeah. but it's really about the adventure and about your skill as a player so I'm actually a little disheartened to hear that that's that it's like one level difference and no prompt that you could waste your resources. That yeah, kinda, and, and that like you know maybe I'm missing something, maybe we're missing something. But I did try to look it okay. up online a little bit, and it was like, oh, you have to be a certain level to catch a certain level. And then as you defeat the gyms, your level cap goes up. Like mm. it says, like now you can catch Pokemon up to level blah blah blah. Mm. Okay, but we couldn't figure out like. Maybe it was just because he went to a place too soon and hadn't defeated any gyms yet. Like, that could be a reason. Okay. Because that afterwards, he was like, oh, I can't catch it because my this particular Pokemon wasn't that level. But he didn't try again. And I don't know. Like, I don't know. It might not be as bad as it sounds. Yeah. But it, the way that he was playing through, it was, like, kind of yeah. annoying. That makes sense. That's that's still, like, that is, like, a new thing. Like, I knew that there was, uh, Austin told me about some differences in the level scaling across the map. But, um Basically, I was wondering if he cared that not all the Pokemon were in it because people are rip shit that not all the Pokemon are in the game. And it's he, just like and and the yeah. game just set a sales record for the franchise. So I'm like, yeah. I'm glad that the angry fans yeah. do not control this. <laughs> yeah, he has not said anything about that. Um, he's actually been really enjoying it. Like he's that's great. That's really great. I like turned around and he'd had the game for, I think, four days and he had already played for 24 hours. <laughs> so, like, you know. I think I think I did that. I haven't. Mm, I. It's been a while since I had a game that made me, when it came out, want to just sit and sink yeah. my life into it. I've sort of, unfortunately, I've matured as a gamer to the point where I don't need to throw my <laughs> life at a game endlessly. Uh, I still do it, Gross. but uh, <laughs> I think it was Fallout Four when it came out, and I didn't even love Fallout Four. I just thought I thought it was a good game. Hmm. Um, I think in the first forty-eight hours it was out, I played for thirty-six, wow. and it's it's just I haven't done that disgusting of a commitment in a while, it's and I'm not gonna healthy. lie, I kind of miss it. But <laughs> yeah. speaking of speaking of angry fans, um, if we if you want to talk about an IP that has really angry toxic fans, uh, Rebecca and I are going through the Star Wars movies. Hey, because uh, Star Wars Nine comes out soon, and I was like, okay. 
she had, she hasn't seen the prequels. Uh, last yeah. night we got halfway through Phantom Menace and she fell asleep. Fucking yeah. surprise there. Uh, <laughs> and um, we, I, I was basically like, episode nine comes out. Do you want to see it? And she's like, Nah, I don't want to see it. And I was like, okay, cool. Then I won't bother taking you through them. And then we went to go see a movie in IMAX, and we saw the episode nine trailer in IMAX, and she was like, oh my god, I want to see it. So, so now we are making. I'm just our way watching through. her eat in the background, but I can't see her face, and I wish I could so badly. Uh, there I we think go. she's largely ignoring me. Yes. Um, I'm just gonna turn. Oh, the camera. good. She has headphones in. That's probably good. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, keep your AirPods in. I'm gonna say stuff you don't want me to. You don't want me to say. It's fine. Um, so we were going through. You're not part of the podcast. Put your headphones back in. So the um, the thing is, and I've had to sort of navigate this because I, I try to be very careful with spoilers. I took her through all of Star mm-hmm. Trek, and it there's so much, but I I know it so well. That if like if she asks a question while we're watching the next generation, I try not to spoil something that will happen right. in Voyager like twelve seasons later right. of TV. Um, so I'm generally pretty good at it, but somehow she made it twenty years without realizing that everyone hates the prequels. That's impressive. She, she still doesn't know this, and we're halfway through the Phantom Menace, <laughs> and she's like, "This she's is a fun movie." Creeping up on you. Yeah, she's like. <laughs> Did I? Do you have your fucking AirPod? In? No, I see it. You have I the other one. one. Okay. Well, now you're listening, and you can't get mad at me. Okay. So, um, <laughs> she's we're halfway through the Phantom Menace, and she's like, "Hey, this is a very fun movie." And I'm like, "I'm glad you're enjoying it. Go to sleep now." <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just, just before you ruin it for yourself. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I'm not gonna try to fuck this up for you. Oh, um, that's magical. All right, AirPods in. But um, I. I don't know. I'm enjoying going through it again. I haven't really gone through the Star Wars movies since around when Force Awakens came out. Hmm. There was a day that I was sick, so I just went through all what was all six at the time. Um, I watched all of them when I was in high school with my boyfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. And we watched all of them in like, I don't know, a couple weeks span or whatever. But I remember we left prom early in our senior year because it was actually lame. Like legitimately, like it was not a fun time. And we went and like watched a Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. And that's... That's kind of my Star Wars experience. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> That's it fair. was fine. I'm, as a kid, I was sort of poisoned against it because my dad was like, Star Trek's better. And I got... Well, I mean, because it is, but yeah. It definitely is. But I, I mean, and I've had a lot of people, people that I've introduced to Star Trek especially, they're like, Star Wars is for the kid in me. Star Trek is for the adult. And and I very much okay. I, I sort of agree with that sentiment. Star Wars is a kind of pure fun. And that's not to say there's not an incredible depth to the franchise. There is. Right. You can dig into anything. But I think Star Trek gives you a lot of a lot more to chew on and a lot more things that yeah. sort of challenge you as an adult member of society. And as a kid, I was so turned off by the Star Wars movies because they were not scientifically accurate. And I was thinking about. <laughs> So I went in with totally the wrong expectations for the franchise. Yeah. Um, and I've grown out of that, and I've learned to appreciate them for what they yeah. are. And I really like Episode Eight because my problem with the franchise is Star Wars 1 came out, which is now Episode 4. Great movie. Episode 5 came out. Great movie. And every movie since then has been about Episode 4 or getting back to Episode 4. Mm. It's either a rehash or it's a prequel, and it's all about getting to that point. And The Last Jedi was the only movie since Empire that was like, we're going to do something fucking totally different. And I'm yeah. like, thank Christ. Yeah. 
Uh, so I'm just really hoping that's what nine is going to be. But nice. um, I'm going through them again. I'm excited to rewatch some of those movies. Um, and I just, I really, I know I'm not like super invested in the Star Wars fan base, but I really want a Star Wars movie to come out where everybody isn't like, hey, director of this film, you should die because you made the movie. <laughs> I'm I'm really nervous that that's going to happen again. But um, uh, also the Mandalorian shows come out and you have probably seen Baby Yoda mm-hmm. on the internet. I have. Yes, the memes are real. Uh, oh man, like it's a pretty good show. It's it's slow, but the episodes are shorter, and I think that's very smart. I think Netflix mm. kind of ruined uh, our understanding of what a TV show should be because it's slow and thoughtful, but it's also super long. And that's the term is Netflix drift, where mm. you have a show that is just so slow. Like the stories are good, but you don't get from action to action very right. quickly, and it makes the whole season seem bloated. And this is avoiding that. And after the at the end of the first episode, I was like, you know what? This might be okay. And then Baby Yoda appeared on the screen. I'm like, <laughs> I'm fucking on board. <laughs> That's uh, magical. It's very cute little puppet. Yeah. Uh, so I'm 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 pretty stoked on that. Well, another thing that I've been doing that uh, you appreciate, I know, is I've been reading a little bit more. Uh, yeah. Charles took me away for my 30th birthday, and we had a really, really relaxing weekend, which was lovely. Yeah, you had a birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday this month. Thanks. It was my birthday. Uh, but it was really fun, and one of the activities was that we went to this really cool little used bookstore. Mm-hmm. We set a 20-minute timer, and each of us had to pick out three books for the other person, and then we had to like oh. reconvene, and then we had to like choose one of the books, and that was what we were going to be reading for the weekend. That's cool. Which was fun. Uh, and so I read this like absolute piece of trash that was terrible, <laughs> but very entertaining. Um, and it just reminded me, like, I don't know, I've, I've always really, really loved to read. I grew up mm-hmm. without being able to watch TV. So that was like my main source of entertainment. Yeah. And I just find that I like don't do it enough as yeah. an adult. Like I just start reading and then I fall asleep instead. And so it really takes like getting yeah. out of my comfort zone to like mm-hmm. be in a different place with like different stuff going on for me to actually read which is why i love reading on vacation so much but i got home i finished that book and then i was like man you know i really want to read red shirts because it's been on my list for a long time Mm -hmm. dude i i know i texted you when i finished it but what Mm -hmm. i didn't tell you i read the entire book in one day like that's cool i just that works too it's such a it's such a smooth book yeah. It, it really is. It's a pleasant read. It's an easy read, but it is a very thoughtful. It's it's John Scalzi. I haven't read anything else by him, but I'm aware that he's an extremely talented and prolific sci-fi writer. Yeah. And when it was recommended to me, I'm like, oh, cool. It's a joke book about Star Trek. And yeah. like that third it's act so of the book, more. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, I came for the lulls. And now I'm like really emotional. This yeah. is a, And because I'm such a Star Trek guy, when I recommend it to people, they're like, yeah, okay. Um, but it's actually really good yeah it was i really really enjoyed it um i have this thing charles got it for me for a couple years ago that's like a book diary and so every time i finish a book i I go in and i like you know write down like my thoughts and what it's about and all that stuff and it was just like so nice to sit down and like read it and then write down and i was writing like how it's it reminded me a lot of the spirit of galaxy quest yeah yeah Um, not it's not quite as it's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah, but it has it, a similar spirit of like he obviously loves Star Trek, right? Mm-hmm. And like that was really nice. 
And I was writing about that. And then I flipped to the beginning of the notebook. Do, 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 the notebook. I don't know. Uh, and then it was like whatever at the beginning of the notebook it says like what's your favorite movie and I had written Galaxy Quest and I was like oh that'd be so true like I don't know it just felt really nice yeah <clears throat> yeah I think I we were in the, on that common geeking program episode where we were talking about Galaxy Quest and it's never been one of my favorite movies but it's it's one of those things I appreciated but Red Shirts I don't know struck a chord with me yeah as as like uh, as a fan of things in general like I commit to fandoms uh, pretty hard um, it was n- Nice to see. Uh, it was nice to see something that really looked at it from a different angle. And I don't mm. like Galaxy Quest looks at Star Trek from like a parodic angle, but right. um, but the, the the angle that Red Shirts takes uh, about these about the link between these spacefarers and the writers of of like a Star Trek esque TV show, like that metaphysical link made me think not about the universe of Star Trek, but like the action of creating it. Yeah. And and it's, I don't know, I, I feel like that's a really nice way to look at things. And it was not like an expose tone. It was a people love doing what they do tone. Yeah. And it, it, it felt It was wonderful. really nice. Yeah. I've been, uh, I'm in the middle of two books. I set a goal to read 10 books this year. Uh, I also set a, a thing to play, learn piano pieces, but again, I haven't been doing yeah. that. I'm about to put together a soundtrack for Dice Populi, though, so I submit nice. that as a replacement because <laughs> uh, I've done so much fucking music for that show. But um, the I'm in the middle of John Hodgman's latest book mm. and V for Vendetta. I'm finally reading Ooh. the graphic novel because okay. I, I love that movie to pieces. Uh, Rebecca had never seen it, and uh, so I showed it to her on the 5th of November. Of course, as you do. And then I was like, you know what? Because for Comic Geeking Program, an early episode, I had to read Watchmen. And then later for an Adaptations episode, I watched Watchmen. I watched the novel before I read – I read the novel before I watched the movie. And they're both by Alan Moore. Mm -hmm. And I was like – the the graphic novel was great. I think the movie I was, was on okay. that episode with you because you were talking about how it was the most similar to reading a comic it, yeah. as you've ever read or seen. It is, and that's because that's the way that Zack Snyder likes to make his movies. He like he uses comic frames as storyboards. Uh, v for Vendetta, not made by Zack Snyder, but um, that link and how how strongly I felt about the connection between the Watchmen novel and the Watchmen movie made me think I should do this. And I'm reading the graphic novel for V for Vendetta, mm. and it's really good. Like I just I'm so yeah. happy to be reading it. And that was a That's that awesome. was another thing uh, with reading my books is I I've I've realized as an adult I have some difficulty uh, reading, especially walls of text. And as a fan mm. of J.R.R. Tolkien, that's a tough thing to swallow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Because one of the books I read this year was The Unfinished Tales of Numenor and Middle-Earth, which is essentially a scholarly book that Chris Tolkien wrote about his dad. Uh, so th- that one was – that took me some time to get through. Um, but switching it up every once in a while with, like, a graphic novel or uh, mm. X- XKCD books where yeah, he has Yeah, I got the one for Charles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, you did? Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah, because I've – this year, two of the books I've read were his. It was um, – what if and the one that he just released how to how to is the one that i just got him yeah both I'm great both it. really fun like i walk away learning things and he's a very funny writer yeah uh, so yeah, yeah it's, it's funny that you say that because i've been reading the um the mcelroy adventure zone comics as yep. kind of like my in-betweens which is yeah, really been nice doing those. but i think i realized part of my reading rut is that i'm in the i'm on the third book of a trilogy that i've been reading for a long ass time mm-hmm 
And every book is literally double the length of the previous book. Exponentially, and, that creates a scheduling problem. Yes. And so the third <laughs> book is like way longer than the first one. And I loved the first one. I thought it was like absolutely perfect. And then the second one like kind of took these turns that were like a little bit slower. And it was kind of hard to trudge through. And then like they made this romance kind of the main plot when like, I don't know, it just didn't do it for me. Yeah. But like ultimately, I really enjoyed the second book as well. And it ended really like really intense. And like I was super excited that I was reading it and excited to start the third one. And the third one is so much bigger and there's so much more of that kind of like slow detouring. The romance mm-hmm. is still bit like big in it. And like it's a lot of like the main character yearning for this life that he doesn't have. And like I just want to finish it. And I felt like I couldn't start another book because I was in the middle of a trilogy until yeah. until I was just like, no, like, fuck it. Like I want. I want to read and I shouldn't be stopping myself from reading just because I don't want to read the book that I'm in the middle of. I've done exactly that with games where I'm like, I can't buy new games until I do this. And generally that's a good spending habit because games are so expensive. Um, But like I got to a point where like I'm forcing myself to finish a game that I hate Mm. and, and I have so many games I could buy maybe on sale or whatever that I'm not playing. So like I've totally restructured how I like I still generally try not to buy games when I'm not done with the ones I'm playing, but I've I've had to get a lot more honest with myself about whether or not you're enjoying the yeah because yeah. I mean it's to an extent it's just it's the sunk cost fallacy right it's, oh I've started so I should finish like not necessarily yeah um like I've sunk some serious times into game of books where I was uh, there was one book I actually started reading this year called Bannerless which is not a bad book by any means but I just I was not into it at all yeah and when I'm not into a book I stop reading it and then yep. three weeks go by and I'm like I haven't picked up a book that's yep. a fucking problem yeah but, exactly um, that. But after I'm done with, uh, once I finish uh, Medallion Status by John Hodgman, which is wonderful, just as wonderful as Vacation Land um, and V for Vendetta, I'm probably, because you and I, when we went to the to the shows, we picked up the Sawbones book. We got Yay! autographed copies of the Sawbones book. Uh, so I'll probably try to go through that. It might be fun for us to like have a little book club thing. Do you want to do a little book club? Yeah, yeah, I think that'd be cool. Oh, Maybe not for next club. month. Maybe for like January or something to give yeah. us time to like settle and shit. That's but yeah, good. we should read the Sawbones book and get okay. that going. I'm into uh, it. Yeah, and I might. It, it'd be fun to actually hit each other up for more book recommendations. Yeah. Um, in the future, because, uh, yeah, I I trust your opinion on these sorts of things, and it's uh, it's nice to have the motivation. Yeah. Reading books is so solitary, and I did it so much when I was a kid. And then when I was 12, I bought an Xbox yeah. and my life fell apart. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, and I just kind of stopped People reading say books. things like that. And then I really appreciate Waldorf education where I'm like, I didn't have a TV till I was in high school. That's that's probably a good thing. Well, I was homeschooled. So like I would blow through books. Yeah. I would read my like school curriculum textbooks for fun. Yeah. I was two <laughs> years ahead in science and one year ahead in math uh, because I was that bored yeah so as soon as i had unfettered video game time i overcorrected right (laughs) and it had serious consequences (laughs) uh so i i'm really trying to like stay on that like not learning piano pieces is a bummer and i am gonna get back on that um writing for dice populi really has just been very consuming for like my headspace for music yeah um like i uh, I have a pretty routine way of doing it at this point where like I come up with a couple motifs and I just build off of that. And once I have a song written, I can just like plug and play things and it's really not that hard. So, it, but it's still a lot of forethought. 
Yeah. And when and whenever I'm like learning a new piece, all I'm thinking about is how could I turn this into right. something right. for that podcast. But I'm super that proud of the music Yay. I've done there. That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, it'd be cool to do uh, book stuff and recommendations i like it but but that speaking of recommendations yeah that leads us to some beef i alluded to some beef it's not beef it's it it feels like beef i know it's not beef i'm probably over dramatizing but (laughs) you never (laughs) (laughs) fuck off so um so you and I have recommended TV shows to each other for a while. Like yes. we trade back and forth. You watch a little bit of this. If you like it, great. You know, hand it off. And you resurrected that this year. And I was very pleased when you did. That was one of those things after you got married where I'm like, Laura's back. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you were like, Colin, you should watch Orphan Black. My great ex-girlfriend, had in- yeah, yeah, she had introduced it to me a while ago. I just never picked it up. Yeah. And my current girlfriend has Amazon Prime. So I was like, that works. Nice. Um, so I watched Orphan Black, and I loved it. It's a very good show. A touch too overdramatic, but the story was yeah. compelling enough that I didn't care. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then I was like, Laura shared with me a treasure of a television show <laughs> that she loves deeply, and I need to do the same for her. So I'm going to have her watch one of the greatest comedies I've seen in my life. Letter Kenny, how could that go wrong? Camera whip pan to Laura. It went wrong because I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> okay, so I know you, you're you basically asking to be let off the hook. I am let- because I watched an entire season and a third. How is that not enough to get an idea of whether because, or not I'm going to like okay, it? Okay, because the term season here is totally misrepresentative of what's happening. Because a season of Orphan Black is 10 43-minute episodes. Right, but they chose to make them 10-minute, and that's how you are intended to absorb that show. And this show, you absorb in smaller chunks. And I have watched enough hours of that show that I know that I do not enjoy it. That's... That's fair, and I understand that. I'm getting hung up on the principles because, in terms of like the, we uh, had a three episode limit, which I really feel like we should stick to. With some that was like way b- before it, we were like, all right, watch three episodes. If there's like some sort of mitigating factor where yeah. you're like, but trust me, season like episode four is the one where it starts getting good. Like I know three is kind of our limit, but mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Like an entire season of something is so far beyond that. Regardless of the length of the show, like the TV show. Okay. No, that's that that's fair. what I, I got I, really frustrated about that you were like, you have to watch two seasons of this show and then okay. you can tell me whether or not you like so, it. And I was like, so, I don't like it. And I'm dragging <laughs> myself through this and I fucking hate it every time I turn it on. <laughs> okay. So, so the math on my end, uh, and, uh, the math on my end is um, I had, I don't know if we verbally said it, but I had said like I was going to watch one season of Orphan Black at least. And. Two seasons of Letterkenny equals less than one season of Orphan Black, like in terms of time. That's fair. So, so, so that that's what it is. I was equating the time, but you bring up a good point that we did. I I'd forgotten we did have that three episode limit. Yeah. So I I think that how I feel about this is going to hinge on something, and I'm trusting you. <laughs> Let, let's honor let's honor the beef here. Let's okay. have an honorable beef. Um, episode title right there <laughs> the honorable <laughs> me presiding um did i communicate to you before i recommended letter kenny did i communicate to you that i was in for a season and then moving on from there i am not sure okay i can't i can neither confirm nor deny that because because if yeah so go ahead sorry i like i would not have made you watch an entire season so if you okay. did say I'm in for a season. That was kind of your own, yeah, your own plug. 
that that's that's what's changing my mind here is if is if through all of this you had a different understanding of the commitment i can respect that i would have one request just just one okay which is at the very least i think it's season two episode three i i don't know if you just watched the first two episodes of season two but letter kenny season two episode three like at least watch the cold open Okay. The fast-talking Canadian accent, like, flat-faced humor just doesn't do it for me. Yeah. It doesn't do it for me. Okay. Yeah, I would ask um, if you can watch at least the cold open of season two, episode three, but preferably that whole episode. I very much enjoy it. It still gets me every time I go through it. And if you feel nothing at that point, I'll probably never give you shit about it again. All right. If you see what's funny about it, I still won't commit you to watching the rest, but I would like to see... Um, if the stride of the show appeals to you in a different way than anything else. Okay. Um, but I, I can do I, that for you. I didn't even spend that much time. The, the fictional area of Letterkenny essentially takes place where I spent a lot of time as a kid. Mm. But I wasn't really exposed to the, to the, to the um, small town life and, and hick-isms of Letterkenny. <laughs> but it's still very fun to see that stuff. But um, yeah. that got my foot in the door. Uh, I didn't care for season one. Season two is when I jumped on. But... After Letterkenny, it is your turn to recommend a show to me. Do you have something lined up in the hopper? Like, what are you going to throw at me next? I don't necessarily think I have anything lined up because right now I'm a little bit behind you in TV shows because I am just starting to watch like the Apple TV Plus stuff. Yeah. Those are like everyone was kind of like lukewarm on those shows. I'm enjoying like all of them. Yeah. I'm really enjoying. I've watched so far. I'm caught up on uh, the morning show and I Mm got to say. Really, I'm enjoying it a lot. It's good. It is. It is one of the like tightest d- drama shows I've seen. Yeah, it's uh, good. Just in every regard, like it almost feels like Aaron Sorkin esque. Yeah, it's, it's. I it's, just yelled that really loudly. You I watched, did. I watched it. <laughs> Um, yeah, it does. If you haven't Dickinson, if you don't get to it, I'll mm. probably make my next show for you Dickinson. Okay. Um, on Apple TV Plus, it's very anachronistic in its portrayal of Emily Dickinson, and that makes it really good. Okay. Um, so that's nice. that's I'll probably throw that out as yeah, the next I'm one. About it. Um, um, I don't know. I but, mean, you want to watch Survivor? Yeah. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we just agreed. <laughs> we have a three episode <laughs> intro limit. How are you gonna like? What three episodes of Survivor do I watch? I would that have to choose ex- a season for you to watch, and then exactly. You through. I mean, I that's can't fight one. it. I can't fight it. I'd I- prefer something else. <laughs> Maybe I'm just prejudging Survivor. I don't know. I'd never watch like an entire episode in a sitting. I might yeah. be just being very judgy. It. I might actually make you watch Survivor even just for the first couple episodes. Just because like there's a reason it's been such a phenomenon. Yeah. Like it's on for its like 33rd <laughs> season or some shit. And like I've, it's entertaining I've, every season. I thought you were about to say because you made me watch Letterkenny. Yeah. <laughs> I thought this was going to be your revenge. But no, no. I sh- I, okay. I, I know you enjoy the show because we oh, share Oh, have it. you ever seen Blue Mountain State? No, it's that. Okay. That's my actual recommendation then. Okay. So I haven't seen it in forever, but Blue Mountain State is a comedy about a college football team and like their absolute shenanigans in school, but it's like very stupid and very funny. Okay. How do I watch it? Uh, that's a good question. I... It's, you just text oh me god. later. That's fine. Yeah, I'll have to look it up. Oh god, um, we have to get you on date night. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty soon. We're I think all we're doing is uh, I I bought us some dinner, so I'm gonna eat some chicken wings, which 
Uh, I would never do that to you on a microphone. It's pretty atrocious. <laughs> uh, but we're going to finish Phantom Menace and then watch Attack of the Clones. And it's going to be a great time. Sounds lovely. I don't think she heard me say any of that. So that was for nobody's benefit. Um, uh. But yeah, no, it's... Uh, I don't know why I'm so tired today, but um, yeah, I've, I've just been trying to, I've been watching a lot of stuff because uh, there's the Apple TV shows, Mandalorian. It's all on a Friday. Like all the Apple, that bugs me about Apple TV plus is it dropped on a Friday and there are three weekly shows there and it's and all, all on Friday. They're all on Friday. And I'm yeah. like, just please spread it out. Uh, yeah. Disney plus Mandalorian dropped on a Tuesday and then they switched to a Friday episode uh. rotation. And I was like, oh, cool. It's going to be on Tuesdays. Nope. I have four shows to watch on Fridays. And Lance. that's. That that's what killed me watching like The Flash and Arrow is there were like there was so much to watch in a fucking week that I was like yeah. I, I'm done yeah I don't care about any of this, um but if we're ta- since we've been talking so much about forms of entertainment after last month when we spent that morning playing Halo together a bunch mm-hmm. I have been so playing so much Halo Five yeah I am now ranked in three different competitive playlists which means at least thirty matches there damn. Um, when I woke up from my nap today, I just woke up and played two matches in a new rotating playlist. And I know that you've never played ranked in Halo 5, but I there are, the divisions are bronze, uh, silver, gold, platinum, diamond, and then the elite tiers are onyx and champion and for those you have to be in like the top 2000 players Mm -hmm. like millions of people still play this game so getting in those is very hard uh and in team slayer i got to diamond rank and i feel very good about that because i lost a lot of my halo chops playing destiny yeah um and they are very similar but it's such different mentalities when you're playing halo 5 is so much more tense (laughs) um But it's felt really good to just play a game. I haven't been making progress on my other games because of it. But getting back to our conversation earlier, I'm like, but this is what I want to play. Yeah. And I'm oh, having yay. I'm having a really good time playing it. Um, it's been That's nice awesome. to just sing in a game. And I've been playing a bit of Ori, uh, Ori in the Blind oh. Forest, uh, Dead Cells. Uh, I don't know if you would like it a whole lot, but Charles might definitely like Dead Cells. Mm. It's a side-scroller roguelike that has castlevania vibes okay and it's like you're supposed to die over and over again and that's fine yeah uh, and because the death loop is so fast it's really easy to just like play for five minutes or right, play for like right. five hours it's really fun nice um but that's on game pass if you ever get game pass i don't nice. know is there is there anything else i feel like you and i have just had a very yeah. chill month oh. of talking to each other that was nice uh you know yeah. i made a really really awesome carrot cake yesterday and i brought the leftovers to Ooh. work today that's nice. That's like pretty much my main thing. Mm. Oh, one also, thing I, I did do. So am I. One thing I did do is uh, a couple episodes ago, you pulled up an old text message of me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I went through and I, I tried to gather any screenshots of your and my conversations and put them in an album. Okay. <laughs> um, and I found a bunch where we, when iOS first came out with the handwriting feature that mm. nobody uses anymore. Yep. And it's us drawing, you drawing pictures of guinea pigs. Okay. <laughs> and me drawing pictures of balloon letters and penises. <laughs> and commenting on each other's uh, uh, handwriting. And whatever happened to that fucking feature? I feel like it disappeared. And I don't know. Yeah, because I think I have like 
four screenshots of us drawing these horrible things at each other. <laughs> and then it ends with me scrawling out reading through our convos would be annoying as fuck. <laughs> if, if we did it like this all the time. And after, hold on. Hold on. After that, after that, uh, I just scrolled to the next screenshot is uh, I cut off what I said. So at the top, I see that's why I avoided the ears dot, 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 which sounds strange. <laughs> but I'm going to show this to you. Then it all makes sense when I see what you reply with. Which is, <laughs> we were trying to construct faces out of emoji in the message bubble, and the spacing oh, of all these God. things is horrifying. <laughs> uh, because the message is like ear, eye, eye, ear, line break, nose, line break, fingernail painting, lipstick, Vulcan hand salute. <laughs> and then you say, she has tiny hands, it's fine, she's beautiful the way she is. <laughs> And it's so hideous. It's so disgusting. Oh, my God. It looks a little Ferengi because the face and the ears are, like, the same size. <laughs> and that's exactly what it looks like. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. That was amazing. Uh, yeah, I need to get into the habit of screenshotting things more because... Um, yeah. Though I guess that doesn't work quite as well because now all our messages are games. Yeah. It's a little less exciting. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, okay, uh, Laura. Glorious. I think I'm. I, th- I think I'm gonna dip. I have a bunch of chicken wings that are not as warm as I'd like them to be, so I will make them warm. Enjoy the Phantom Menace. <laughs> that sounds lovely. I'm gonna reheat some shit and eat it on the couch. Ew. Okay. Oh man. Also, I got a new comforter, and it arrived today, and I'm really excited about it. I'll break that shit in. Yeah. Have a great time with that comforter. Oh, it's man. Be great. Um, all right, Laura, cool. it's been very nice. Yeah. Um, let me know when you watch that episode of Letterkenny. Yeah. Um, I'm probably just going to do it now because I don't, I don't want to hang over my head. That's the okay. biggest problem is that I feel like this has been hanging over my head for like months now. And it I just has like. It's been since like July. I know. It feels terrible. <laughs> I'm literally yelling. What if, what if you treated TV like books and you're like, I haven't watched TV in a year because of Letterkenny? <laughs> I'd probably be way smarter. <laughs> That's true. That's pretty fucking true. All right, Laura, I'm going to talk to you later. And, uh, yep, that's that's it. That's the end of the sentence. Cool. Bye. <laughs> Bye. How You Doing is a Common Geeking Program production starring Laura Becker and Colin Ketchin with editing and original music by Colin. You can learn all about the show at the website podfriend.pizza. It has everything you need to listen and to learn about the pod friends themselves. And it's an easy place for new listeners to jump on board. If you enjoy the podcast, reviews and ratings are the best way to show it. Tell a friend, share your favorite episodes, and remember to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. We'll talk to you again the first Monday of every month, so be sure to stay in touch. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. Come and meet.